absolutely sickening how silent Hollywood is about this new Sound of Freedom movie. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon all turned it down from streaming on their platform. First step in eradicating this crime is awareness. The AC was out. Like, as soon as we walked into the theater, it was hot as hell. They didn't turn the lights off. They literally had the lights <laughs> The film Sound of Freedom is being suppressed across the country. Some theaters are canceling screenings, evacuating their customers, and even turning off the AC so it's unbearable to watch. This film exposes everything Hollywood and the elites are trying to hide. So let's get into it. Now there's a controversial film that was released recently and nobody's really talking about it because it seems like the world is trying to suppress its message. The film is called the sound of freedom and there are some people in Hollywood or some elites who are trying to stop people from seeing this film because it exposes exactly what they don't want us to know. This story shines a light even on the darkest of places. After rescuing a young boy from ruthless child traffickers, a federal agent learns that the boy's sister is still held captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. How long have you been doing this? 12 years. How do you do it? It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. On the heels of Sound of Freedom, the movie about human trafficking having so much... It is absolutely sickening how silent Hollywood is about this new Sound of Freedom movie. The Sound of Freedom movie exposes America's child sex trafficking world. Welcome back to Whistleblower Wednesday on the Rob Mana Show, friends, here at the Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth. And the good news there is that here today is that you saw from that clip there, yeah, they may not be talking about it, but the movie has raised over $170 million, and Angel Studios announced they paid their investors back, their angel investors, and given them a 20% profit. Uh, but, you know, when asked about the success of the movie, Sound of Freedom, AMP News Intelligence Officer Major Jeffrey Prather says as someone who's done the heartbreaking work of child rescue, he's excited to see the bail finally lifted on this demonic worldwide industry, adding that, quote, the deep state dark economy is completely based on three things, weapons, drugs, and trafficking people, and it must be stopped, close quote. Major Prather is a retired special operations soldier, a former DIA intelligence collector, and ex-DEA special agent. He's been targeted by the deep state. He turned whistleblower, and we are talking with Major Prather today. Uh, Jeffrey, welcome to the Rob Mayta Show, sir. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, uh, the cold open there uh, goes directly to the heart of the movie. Uh, and uh, uh, first of all, why is, you know, can you go a little deeper as to why this movie is so important today and what it's doing for us? Well, certainly, and I really want to thank uh, ampnews.us uh, uh, for having me on as uh, AMP's intelligence officer. Uh, and as an intelligence officer, I learned from working with the other intelligence agencies, they do a lot of psychological operations. They do a lot of information influence operations. 
And so the fake news, the mainstream media, is all about influence operations and trying to cover up for the deep state. And so the sound of freedom has really finally breached the cover, which is their concealment, of the deep state, which is really the double governments, really the puppet masters behind the puppets, which I think is the intelligence agencies and the international intelligence agencies that are really running a dark economy, an international dark economy. Uh, and because you know the, the small engine business of America uh, that has run uh, America and made America so successful and is being destroyed are small businesses that develops the middle class. Yeah. Uh, but the elites don't want any of that. And so uh, they run drugs, weapons, uh, and people. In this case, now they're running uh, children because we're so awash in drugs and, and weapons. So so why is the demand here in the United States so high for this? Uh, you know, what what is driving uh, the demand for this here, particularly in the U.S.? Because it seems to me anecdotally as an observer— uh, that uh, that demand is really high for it. Uh, uh, obviously, that's driving the suppliers to be created, et cetera, uh, and those kind of things. What's going on there? No, we we and it, it breaks my heart to say this as a veteran. You know, is we are uh, drug user, illegal drug user central, legal drug user central, but mm -hmm. child rape central uh, as well. And really, the source of that is really because we have left lost our godliness. You know. Uh, when they were found in the Constitution, a woman asked Benjamin Franklin, what kind of um, government have you given us? And they said, a republic, if you can keep it. But to mm -hmm. keep it, you've got to have a virtuous populace. To have a virtuous populace, you've got to have virtues. To have virtues, you have to have national ethics. To have national yeah. ethics, you have to have morals. And I think our Korean morals are judeo christic and native. Uh, Ten Commandments, Two Commandments, and the two native commandments, which are really never harm children, and everything is born of woman. And I'm not. I'm passing over the Christic and Judaic because most people know those. But we have turned away from that, and so now, uh, the, without that focus, um, we are lost and we are awash. And uh, no civilization that preys on its young ever survives, nor should it. And that's where we are heading. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, your military experience, uh, I am too, and uh, I even know of a case where uh, an army officer who tried to stop an Afghani uh, pedophile officer who literally had an 11-year-old boy chained to his bed uh, uh, was actually uh, put under investigation. The U.S. Army officer was put under investigation for reporting it and removed from the army eventually. Uh, I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, talk, and you were talking earlier about uh, the U.S. and, and foreign intelligence services uh, that uh, are more than likely in on this. Uh, what makes you say that? I mean, you have you, you have a lot of experiences uh, uh, that most people don't have, Jeff. So uh, I'd appreciate uh, you telling them, telling the audience, why do you think the intelligence services are uh, so heavily involved in this? Maybe even driving it. Yeah, well, I, I can uh, get to that because um, uh, I was uh, I came into active duty in the 80s under Reagan uh, as an intelligence officer. I went right into PSYOPs. With PSYOPs, I deployed with the Rangers and 7 Special Forces, both of which were going to Honduras with the Contras, with the Nicaraguan. I spent a lot of time on that border. And so I saw close up 
when it became illegal to support the con uh, the Contras, then this is when Ali North ran his illegal operation. And I was intimately involved in this. I had to cut my hair, put on my beret, my class A's, and go sit behind the Sock South Colonel Fry commander who was briefing the new Sink South. Back then we had Sinks. Uh, and the yeah. whole thing was, are we gonna end up before Congress like Ali North? And the answer was no, we're doing everything legal. Uh, but during that illegal period, uh, the, uh, the Ali North operation built the Contras, CIA, cash, and cocaine Clinton cartel of death in Mena, Arkansas. And so the, so the uh, intelligence agencies, particularly the CIA, saw that they could get black money, dark money, off-the-books money to do whatever they wanted. Uh, and now they've gone out of control with that. The cartels uh, run the borders very clearly. Later on, I became a DEA special agent. Uh, effectively, I was, I was recruited by DEA at uh, Fort Sherman um, uh, for the Operation Snowcap. Uh, but I saw uh, Fast and Furious because I uh, whistle blew back in my day that the DEA mm -hmm. had a deal with the Sinaloa cartel to run drugs north in exchange for the guns going south. So that's the drugs, that's the weapons. The, the last part is the people. And senior special agent, FBI senior special agent Ted Gunderson uncovered uh, this when he did the McMartin School investigations uh, in California. Uh, and uh, there were the CIA finders running children. There were tunnels under the McMartin School. This is in the FBI vault files, in the FBI reports wow. uh, as well. And of course, I've just taught uh, Tara Rodas, the HHS whistleblower, saying, yeah, the U.S. government's handing children off to child traffickers. And, it, you know, it hurts my heart. You know, we're both veterans, because mm -hmm. our military uh, is involved in this, just like they're involved in the uh, bioweapon. I really uh, give kudos to um, ampnews.us uh, for having uh, me talk about this. And they also support Operation Underground Railroad, which is uh, Ballard's recent uh, organization he just left. But uh, yeah. AMP has long been a supporter of that. So that's uh, uh, that's a hard conclusion to reach, but I think we need to expand the breach created to tell the truth about this. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think that's part of the reason why the movie uh, doesn't get talked about in the corporate media uh, because the uh, couple reasons, but it's hard for people to talk about this. I mean, this is the reality is it's happening. The reality is the United States is a high demand area for it. The reality is the current president of the United States has a wide open southern border. Uh, uh, so uh, so. Uh, even the the over the ground, you know, over the road traffic, uh, trafficking in human beings is uh, is enabled, highly enabled in this environment uh, that we have. You know, the 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 movie shows the the like the little boy being and the little girl being flown to different locations instead of going over land. But uh, but really, I would imagine that with all of the you know, millions of gotaways that we have now coming through the southern border, that it's fairly easy to traffic these kids uh, into the United States over land now, isn't it? Oh, it is. And I, as a DEA special agent, I worked the Nogales, Arizona, Nogales, Sonora border for uh, a decade. And so I was on the border, across the border, under the border in tunnels, over the border in planes. I worked cross-border operations, some of the most dangerous stuff I ever did. Also worked cross-border Honduran Nicaraguan uh, operations, uh, but 
America and Europe are now awash in drugs. They are drenched in drugs. One third to one fourth of the population is on drugs. And so the next uh, deep state dark economy product uh, is people, particular children, because they can walk themselves across the border. Yeah. Uh, they can be raped repeatedly for decades. And there have long been rape fields uh, and rape houses uh, on the other side of the border, on this side of the border. Uh, and then they can uh, grow up to be pimps as well. And, you know, I've been very controversial. I was saying this back in the Obama era, that Obama is pimping kids. Obama was bringing kids up from Guatemala, Honduras. And I worked Guatemala, Honduras, Nicara Nicaragua, Mexico, Panama, Bolivia, Chile, all those places. Mm -hmm. uh, but Biden has really turned it uh, into a much larger industry. And all you got to do is look at him constantly fondling and groping and sniffing and biting little children. Uh, and you can look at Ashley's uh, dad shower diaries. Uh, and you could look at Hunter and you can see where all this comes from. And we are under a very corrupt regime, just like the fallen Republic of Rome was under a very mm -hmm. corrupt uh, tyrants as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's... Uh... It's frustrating, though, for those of us that have served the country uh, to know that, uh, uh, you know, we may have even been used unwittingly without knowing about it to enable some of this stuff. You know, uh, I mean, I've been asked to uh, uh, support certain things myself as a senior commander, uh, and that's all I can say about it. But, but who knows uh, what was going on behind my view, my field of view, uh, when I was uh, approving something like that kind of support, you know, for uh, other agencies and those kind of things. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's kind of spooky, really. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, uh, <laughs> spies are known as spooks, yeah, guys. Spook is, yeah, I, I get the joke. Uh, the, uh, well, uh, I, I think there's an analogy between Ollie North and Ray Epps, and I think that uh, we see, yeah. so out of the OSS, the Office of Strategic Services, uh, come Special Forces, Army Green Berets, and CIA. Mm -hmm. Special Forces have always been great, honored to have served with them. CIA mm -hmm. has always been a wreck. Uh, but somehow, these intelligence communities have made the military subservient to them when it should never have been that way. But very yeah. typically now, special operations will often get chopped to the Special Activities Division uh, of the CIA or something like that. DIA, where I worked, and NSA, um, mm -hmm. are a lot of military folks, DIA in particular, uh, but it should not be that way. Uh, before there was a country, there was an army fighting for a country that did not yet exist, but there wasn't right. an intelligence agency, and the intelligence agencies now yeah. are out of control, and they should not run things as they do, but they do. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the entire executive branch is, is completely rogue and out of uh, the uh, the. President of the United States and his staffs, uh, his appointees control completely, and we've got to figure out a way to get that back in, Jeff. Uh, we've got to take our first break, but when we come back, we'll keep talking about the movie. But I want to, I want to get uh, Jeff's uh, perspective on any specific operations to save children that he's been involved in, and maybe he can tell uh, an anecdote or two about that. I'm Rob Manis, live here on the Red Voice Media Network, the most dangerous network in America because we bring you the facts and the truth. We'll be right back. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. 
it won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Attention, my fellow Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for the digital dollar is it's happening. It's being implemented as I speak to you. Don't be fooled. It's not going to benefit you and me. Act now before it's too late. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow started on July 1st, just a little bit over a month ago. Brace yourselves. This is going to catch many of you off guard like it did me. Your hard-earned assets are at risk, but there's a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar in time with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2USA-GOLD. That's right. Call now. 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833-2USA-GOLD right now. 833-287-2465. One more time, call them right now. 833-287-2465. Well, welcome back to the Rob Mata Show live here on the Red Voice Media Network. Uh, we are talking about the movie Sound of Freedom and, and how it's really uh, shined a light on America's child sex trafficking world. Uh, and I really, uh, I don't like saying that, but it is the truth. And we're talking to the AMP News intelligence officer, retired Major Jeffrey Prather, uh, who has a bio uh, so long that I can't read it in five minutes or less uh, because he's got so much experience. Uh, but Jeff, uh, we were talking before the break uh, about the intelligence agencies and special operations and those kind of things. And I don't think a lot of people understand that the budget for the intelligence world is completely walled off from most of the people uh, in Congress, our representatives, isn't it? It is. Uh, and. Uh... Well, again, a lot of people don't think, uh, understand what the intelligence agencies do now, and something I say all the time is the FBI doesn't solve crimes, it manages crime. And the CIA doesn't collect intelligence, it collects people. 
And, mm -hmm. you know, I lectured at the farm. I graduated from the FBI Academy. I taught at the uh, Quantico range uh, as well. But this is what the intelligence community has morphed into. And I think it began, again, under uh, the Contras cash and um, cocaine cartel uh, because they realized they could build their own uh, empire and they wouldn't be canceled like JFK, who gave the Green Berets their Green Beret and turned the UDTs into SEALs um, yeah. and also tried to cancel the CIA. Uh, so now they've got this worldwide funding that they're that they're running. Uh, and I think that's the real source of all of it. Yeah, and I think the Patriot Act didn't help either because it streamlined everything and, and cut the the, ne the necessary stovepipes to compartmentalize things, uh, especially with the FBI. I mean, that codified the FBI's role as, as a, the domestic intelligence agency, the primary uh, domestic intelligence agency, and moved it away from mostly law enforcement to mostly intelligence, didn't it? It did, and you know, I want to say, you know, I'm friends with Ed Morales, the hero of the Miami FBI gunfight. We're both firearms inspectors. I mean, he's as much of a hero FBI agent as you can ever have. But even he says today, you know, I wouldn't talk to the FBI if they came to, our, to my door because they used to be kind of bank robber, uh, interstate bank robbers, the mm -hmm. Bonnie and Clyde days. Although the Texas Rangers, yeah. not the FBI, got them. Then they went into yeah. white collar. Uh, then they went into drugs because back in when I was dual credentialed as a DEA agent and a DIA intelligence officer, it was drugs. Uh, and then they went into counterintelligence and counterterrorism. Although the FBI's foreign counterintelligence program has always been there, it, it yeah. morphed under exactly what you're saying after 9-11 into this internal state security thing where you see FBI agents going after uh, PTA moms and citizens and uh, setting up President Trump. Uh, and it is a great uh, tragedy. They need to be defunded um, completely. Yeah. I don't say that yeah. lightly. And I don't say it lightly either. I, I'm an advocate of completely defunding the FBI and, uh, you know, carving out its lab, uh, the crime lab and, and that kind of stuff, and then pushing all those responsibilities back to the states because we really, you know, with today's technology, we don't we don't have a need for a, uh, a uh, interstate law enforcement uh, uh, capability like the FBI has anyway. Uh, and we certainly don't need an intelligence directorate that's modeled after the East German Stasi or or the uh, you know the Soviet KGB uh, to use a term that everybody will recognize there uh, that has an internal surveillance and intelligence collection uh, apparatus aimed at me, aimed at you, aimed at my mother who's 82 years old, you know, uh, because uh, she drives in a Trump truck parade. She's driven her pickup truck in Trump parades uh, multiple times over the last five or six years. Uh, I didn't know she was doing it until I caught her one time. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, mean, I mean, that is the crux of one of, we are in a very dangerous time in America which really also because of that, but it really also troubles me that we have we do have this capability, but we don't shut this child trafficking thing down completely, at least inside our borders, and by using it to do that, we're using it to look at MAGA grandmas. Yeah, that, and that, again, that's why I, you know I'm so uh, proud to be associated with American Media Periscope because they they support Operation Underground Railroad. Operation Underground Railroad has always had a lot of ex-Special uh, Operations uh, vets 
that uh, Tim Ballard and others uh, worked with. Mm -hmm. He's separated now. But really, with this film finally breaking through uh, and Caviezel breaking through, being a very brave guy uh, in pedo Hollywood, um, that we need to exploit this breach uh, and to tell everyone that this is still going on uh, and to stop it. And so, the, as you said, we don't need federal law enforcement anymore. We need to get off the federal task forces, the JTTFs, the Joint Terrorism Task Forces, uh, the OCDF, the Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Forces, uh, all of those task forces, because as soon as the FBI comes into an investigation, they simply cover it up, they simply stymie it. Uh, that's what they're doing with uh, the Biden stuff. That's what they're doing with Hunter. Mm -hmm. uh, an ongoing investigation now. So we really can't comment, really, what what Hunter should be being investigated and charged for uh, is child crime, uh, not yeah. for tax evasion. But again, they're diverting all of that. And there's no reason why the military sub should be subservient to the intelligence agencies, because that's not the way it worked. Uh, <laughs> it, it was the Army as a senior service, you know, uh, and then yeah. the Marines a couple of months later, and then everybody else follows. But the intelligence agencies come much, much later on. Um, and that needs yeah. to be people on a basic level need to come back away from that. So I advocate, for example, for state guards instead of national guards and state guards having a counterintelligence capability. Yeah, I've uh, just uh, not too long ago learned uh, more about state guards. Uh, and I think you're right. I mean, there, there is a, a good purpose and function for those types of organizations and states should really be looking at seriously organizing them into professional forces that uh, that provide unique capabilities. I hadn't thought about that, uh, uh, doing counterintelligence work and those kind of things. Uh, so Jeff, you, you've mentioned Underground Railroad a couple of times. I know you're, you, you've operated on several operations to save kids. Can you can you give the audience a feel for some of the operations that you've worked on without obviously breaking into uh, too much class, you know, into any classified information or sensitive information that can't be revealed? But uh, I think they would appreciate that, especially those that have watched uh, The Sound of Freedom, which, which is a pretty good description of, of facets of different operations to save kids. It is. It's an amalgamation, and some of it's dramatized. But... Yeah. Uh, Back in the 80s, when I was with seven special forces, I got to go to some uh, surgical shooting schools taught by Delta. So I got to hang out with some Delta guys, uh, and they were performing child rescues back then. Mainly, it was naive American women who had married Muslim men, gone over mm -hmm. to a Muslim country, and all of a sudden they can't drive, they can't talk. And so the Delta guys would stop the school bus, throw the keys into the desert, throw money at the driver, uh, point at the kid, point the kid to the mom, uh, and then just exit, no gunplay, everything very low profile. Um, and so I learned it uh, from the best uh, in the world. And a while back, I have, I still have, it's not really doing much now, but I have a warrior school tactical training company. I've trained all the military branches, um, uh, most of the intelligence agencies uh, back in the 2004 to 14 period when there were a lot of staff personnel being deployed. Uh, and so, uh, one of my uh, clients' uh, kids was um, uh, taken in Mexico, uh, and so uh, I arranged for some former special operations personnel that worked to me. Uh, there were Hispanic uh, American military that were fluent mm -hmm. Spanish speakers to just cross the border, 
uh, with the parents, uh, go down, talk their way through the checkpoints, uh, get there, uh, get the child, uh, go back um, and smoothly uh, infill and exfill with uh, no fuss uh, at all. So it's kind of, I did that without the government uh, at all, where a lot of the stuff um, that's going on now uh, is with governments, but I would actually say um, even do it with sheriff's uh, deputies, uh, do it with local stuff, stay away from the feds. That, that's why I'm emphasizing the state guard uh, and the counterintelligence capability to really keep <laughs> the FBI out of it, because as soon as they come in, uh, they're going to cover it up if they are not running it directly. And again, I refer to senior special agent Ted Gunderson, LA division, who, who said FBI, CIA are in on it. Um, and that and so if you take that with my Nebula Zambada case of federal trial where the DEA admitted they were running drugs through the Sonora mm -hmm. cartel, if you look at the ATF Fast and Furious, then there is evidence. It's just that people are psyop still into thinking that the FBI and the CIA are legitimate. Um, that that's where the image has to change. And so I applaud, you know, your efforts. I applaud American Media Periscope's efforts and everyone. And of course, uh, uh, Caviezel, uh, a devout mm. Catholic Christian as well for, for bringing this out. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it just it, it, it just gives me pause when I hear uh, somebody like you who's, who's worked on the inside uh, with the FBI and, and the other intelligence agencies like you have uh, for so many years uh, to, to, to have to say uh, that they're in on it. And I appreciate you doing that. I understand uh, where you're coming from. It's a hard thing to do. And the, but these are hard truths, man. We, these are hard truths. Well, we've got to pay for this show. i got to take another break, uh, Jeff. When we come back, we'll keep talking about this, uh, but we're going to move this discussion into uh, a slightly different area here in uh, the next segment. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Child abuse investigators Daniel Alphen and Laura Schwarzenberger shot through an unopened door as they hunted down American pedophile David Huber. 
as a result of the investigation and the enforcement of the search warrant, two of our special agents were killed. Um, I'll leave it at that. David Huber then shot himself. What investigators found on his computer was horrific. Child abuse material, videos and photos shared on the dark web. The joint AFP and FBI investigation called Operation Backers led to the arrest of 79 American men and now 19 Australians, IT experts among them. We will allege that these men were members of a technologically sophisticated online child abuse network. They allegedly used software to anonymously share files to chat on message boards and access websites. This has been a complex investigation. The rescue of 13 children. Uh, we assess that some of those offenders have potentially been committing offences for over 10 years. Um, this is a peer-to-peer -peer network, so obviously that's how we allege that these individuals were sharing child abuse material with each other. What I can advise is the majority of these individuals were experienced in ICT or in current ICT roles, so they had a higher level of technical competency. The longer people like this avoid detection, it means the longer the cycle of abuse continues. This was a sophisticated network, uh, is an indication of just how dangerous they were. It will be alleged that some of the children that were rescued have been directly abused. The global hunt continues with more than 200 leads of further alleged child abuse still being investigated. Welcome back to the Rob Maynard Show. We're talking about the uh, movie The Sound of Freedom and it's, it, 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 that it's come at the right time uh, to expose this high demand in the United States for child sex trafficking uh, and really around the world. And we're talking with AMP News uh, intelligence officer, uh, retired major Jeffrey Prather, uh, pulling on his vast experience uh, it, it, across the intelligence agencies. Uh, and Jeff, I, I wanted to show that clip because I, I had read about the two FBI agents that were killed uh, doing entry on uh, on that raid uh, on that pedophile and everything. And, and I want folks to know uh, that, you know, you and I and others, we talk about the FBI, but, but we're not talking about these agents that are doing this kind of work when we're talking about how the FBI needs to be dismantled uh, and those kind of things. Uh, uh, that kind of work uh, today can be done, I believe, uh, at, is best done at the state and, and lower level in the United States uh, with a uh, uh, with maybe some type of uh, agency that uh, is a is a successor to the FBI that still has the crime lab and and does maybe you know task force coordination and those kind of things. Uh, but uh, but people do give their lives to try to save these kids, and I think that's important to know. That clip also talked about some other things that uh, I wonder maybe you can give some insight into about about these sophisticated IT networks uh, uh, and and, ha and how they work. Because I think a lot of people are under the misimpression that if you're on the internet. Uh, uh, Big Brother can see everything, but that's not exactly true, is it? No, it's not exactly true. And certainly those two FBI agents are heroic. And I'm really glad you showed that uh, clip. And I've talked about that uh, on my show, The Prather Brief on American Media Periscope, uh, quite a bit. Because there's an interesting thing that happens here uh, is uh, a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of FBI agents are white collar guys and gals. They never have even, I know guys that have gone 20 years that never laid hands on cuffed anybody. 
Um, mm -hmm. They weren't really street guys. And I know this because the DEA used to go through the FBI Academy. So we were, we were parallel. They were always going to roll it in together. Um, but there aren't a lot of FBI agents uh, that get shot and killed. I, I referenced my friend, Ed Morales, who's done undercover work for me, who's the hero of the Miami FBI gunfight. Anybody who's a gun guy knows the Miami FBI gunfight, and they, knows, they know Ed Morales. But the interesting yeah. thing about these two is you don't hear a lot about them. Uh, you would think that these two agents would be heroically uh, heralded, and I think this is because... Uh, they were looking into the Hunter laptop. Uh, I think uh, that probably there was an informant um, that was working for the FBI or CIA or whoever. Lots of big-time informants will work for lots of different uh, agencies almost simultaneously. If you're not careful, uh, the big boys will run you instead of you running them. Uh, yep. and, I think, and I think that that's what happened here because you never hear anything about them. And the FBI, uh, like the Marine Corps, all due respect to my Marine Corps brother and sisters, they have quite the PR system. And then where this investigation turns to, if you'll notice, is it turns outward, OCONUS, outside continent of the United States, yeah. to go to Australia. It doesn't go inward. And I don't right. think that that's an accident. Really, you don't. I, I, it, I did scratch my head when I first saw that clip. I was like, why is it happening in Australia? This guy was an American uh, 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 running kids into Americans, I believe, the way I, I read the uh, story and read the reports on it. Uh, uh, am I correct on that? So why are they doing this yes, out in Australia? There, there were Americans arrested, but they were arrested in Australia. But what about the American arrest in America? Again, the end user of child rape and child pornography is America. And why all yes. of a sudden... Uh, does the investigation uh, do a 180 and go off to Australia? And yeah, I don't think that's by accident. You bring up a good point. I mean, every once in a while you see uh, a, a, a brief news report about, hey, the FBI has, uh, uh, has completed a pedophile ring operation where they've rolled up, you know, it'll be some crazy number, like 150 uh, perpetrators and, and rescued 92 children, you know, just a, just pulling pulling data out of the air but but I've heard those uh, many times especially over the last few years but it's never picked up uh, and run with by over and over by the big corporate media networks is it no and a lot of times it's US Marshals uh, and I have friends inside the US Marshals yeah. too the US Marshals was the first federal law enforcement and I think they are the last to be corrupted they're now being corrupted uh, and they're being cut in half uh, as well. But they had a lot of leads, and they never really said where they came from. Remember, the U.S. Marshals Special Operations Group, SOG, uh, was mm -hmm. important, uh, doing good work. Now, those agents, are, be are they are being uh, targeted uh, because they dared to arrest Antifa. You know, something I say all the time is Antifa.com still goes to WhiteHouse.gov. If you click on Antifa.com, it takes you to WhiteHouse.gov because it's a covert force. And we are really in what I call a fifth generation type of war. Third generation is like World War II. It's a kinetic mm -hmm. war, readily identifiable. Fifth generation war, one of the attributes of it, it's hard to even tell you're in a war, but that aligns with the Chinese doctrine of unrestricted warfare that's going yeah. on. Uh, but there's also these global uh, transnational, non-governmental, non-nation state entities 
the, the Sinaloa cartel and other organizations as well that are uh, attacking us as well. And that goes to the World Economic Forum. I think that goes to Pfizer and AstraZeneca uh, as well. I fought the Sinaloa cartel, but I think the corporate cartels are much worse now. But it's mm -hmm. it's been a wake up for me. It's been a learning experience, uh, you know, because coming out of the military, you know, the military has this um, uh, selfless sacrifice, um, selfless service of duty, uh, a long tradition, you know, and we promise we'll bring each other home dead or alive and everything. But once you get into the, uh, the federal uh, area, as I did, uh, a lot of folks are not like that uh, at all. Yeah. Um, and and uh, that's really, I think, what happened with the whole Contra thing. Um, I think mm -hmm. and it, I just spiraled from there. And now uh, it's to uh, run in and raping children. Wow, it's, in, it's incredible. You know, it's, uh, 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 you know, you bring up a good point that uh, uh, e e all of our institutions have been degraded over the last 20 years or so from when you and I were an active duty service. I came in in the late 70s and served for 32 and a half years myself. And, and it was just a different corporate culture uh, if, for enlisted and officer and non-commissioned officers. Uh, and I left in 2011, the day after I left my office, I was the commander of the air base wing in Albuquerque, New Mexico. About 3,000 people, 23,000 people on the base, you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, big chapel, uh, had chaplains working for me and everything uh, for the second time in my career. Uh, but the chief of staff of the Air Force at the time, uh, uh, his letter making commanders not talk about their faith in any forum, including at church, saying commanders will not talk about faith. The only person allowed, authorized to talk about religion is the chaplain. Uh, and the commanders will not do it in, you know, in official settings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a letter from the chief of staff of the Air Force hit the hit all of the wing commanders and the wing commanders out in the field are the highest, you know, the highest uh, field commander, like a brigade commander in the army. Uh, and uh, uh, so, uh, it was sent to me, the letter was sent to me by my senior chaplains. Uh, they, they emailed it to me while I was on the road to my place where I retired to. And uh, I was lucky. I was lucky because that was the beginning. It was under the Obama administration uh, of what uh, I have now come to know as this complete degradation of that culture of duty, honor, country, selfless service, uh, uh, it's completely gone, and the last remaining institution that still had it was the Department of Defense, and it's it's degraded severely right now. I don't know if it's recoverable, uh, to be quite honest. And, uh, and like you said earlier, we're in a we're in a dangerous place. Uh, we really are. Uh, the uh, I wanted to ask you uh, also about what can we do in the last couple of minutes of this segment tell the american people what what can we regular citizens do to help bring this to an end what should we be looking for how can we take it on well that's a great question it's a great segue into what you're saying about uh, chaplains because i have a chaplaincy i have christchaplaincy.com uh and the chaplains of course church comes to you they go out to you as as yeah. yeshua uh did uh, but uh, the first chaplain was St. Martin de Tours, and St. Martin de Tours was a Roman cavalryman. He's an equite, 
and Equite was right the class right below the senators. He was an upper class because his dad, um, you know, worshipped Mars and said, "Hey, you're going in." He goes, "Yeah, I'm going in." But when he was growing up, he had played with the slaves' kids in his household, and the slaves' kids were Christians, and he became a Christian. He served, but he was a Christian. And so, as our situation, as our republic has collapsed, uh, and our institutions are failing in those failed fissures. We can co-opt them through a Christic culture as opposed to conquering. There's a difference between uh, kinetic conquering uh, and cultural co-option. And so I'm not really talking about religion here. I'm talking about because that's the core of what America's, the American soldier, the American warrior, so great, that we our center core is about life and freedom. We love life and freedom so much that we'll fight, kill, and die for it. We did love life and freedom so much that we'd send our sons and daughters out to foreign lands to fight, kill, and die for it. And when we won, we would give that country back because we so valued life and freedom. And that's what made us really exceptional in the world. That's what really built up American exceptionalism. But it's at this core value, this core moral core, which has to be returned. And it has to begin in the home. I used to tell all my martial arts students, my young guys join the military. It's the best thing. I can't really say that to them anymore. I've placed a lot of people yeah. in the FBI and D. I can't really say that anymore. So they really have to do this at home. And you don't have to join the military to be a warrior, to be a protector yeah. of it's it is a lifestyle. The uniform is just a uniform. We, we don't yeah. change who we are. We just change our uniform. And so that begins at home. Uh, and that can be done at the home through churches, through through a good coach, through a good sensei in a dojo. Um, but that I like how you're on your break, you were talking about being dangerous because the predators say when they're looking at the family, they try and look at a, a single mom family with no dad or a, a neutral dad. They stay away from yeah. dangerous dad. So yeah. we're looking for dangerous dads on duty, um, which used to be the military. Uh, but there's plenty of vets out there that can help do that. But it really all starts there um, with a culture uh, of protection, aggressive protection, dangerous protection. But I'm not talking anything kinetic or violent, but I'm talking yeah. about a culture of co-option to return to what we were. Absolutely, man. Well, I've got to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation, but I'm going to take us to a location that's in the current news uh, and see what Major Prather uh, has to say about child trafficking there, and it's called Hawaii. I'm Rob Manis, Red Voice Media Network. Very dangerous because we're bringing you the facts and the truth. We'll be right back. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com. 
wealthprotectionguide.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. to solicit children for sex online. Turns out he was actually talking to an undercover federal agent. He was caught last Thursday. KITV4 Shanila Kabir reports. Brent Gaston is the latest man to be caught during an online child trafficking bust. Gaston was allegedly trying to meet with children younger than 12 years old. He thought he was talking to a parent willing to traffic young children, but little did he know he was talking to an officer specialized in child exploitation. Dr. Kurt Humphrey leads the State Department of Health, Child and Adolescent Mental Health Division. I am very happy uh, that uh, there are people out there, uh, undercover police officers, doing their job protecting um, kids and, um, you know, trying to, to catch criminals and preventing um, abuse from happening. Gaston was arrested and taken to the FBI office. He didn't know it, but he had been talking to an undercover agent for a few days, and they agreed to meet. Gaston thought he was going to be greeted with a boy and girl aged 9 and 11, but instead he saw men in blue. One in five children in Hawaii has already been solicited online, according to Hawaii Pacific Health. And soliciting online is now the fastest and quickest way to enter. The average age kids are trafficked here in Hawaii is 11 years old, and the rest of the country is 14. On Hawaii Island, the average age of first sexual exploitation is eight. Munoz adds there is a demand in Hawaii. A study shows one in 11 men here are looking to buy sex from children every day online. She says the key to stop anyone from buying is educating children about the need for prevention. Shanila Kabir, KITV4 Island News. Welcome back to the Rob Mata Show Live here on Red Voice Media Network, where we bring you the facts and the truth, and we're known as the most dangerous network in America because uh, we dare to do that. We're talking with AMP News Intelligence Officer Major Jeffrey Prather today about the movie Sound of Freedom, and it's been a fascinating discussion uh, centered around this child sex trafficking uh, problem that has come to light because of the movie. Uh, but, you know, those of us, Jeff, that have that have worked in intelligence, uh, uh, and you and I both have been military people that operators that use intelligence and also have worked in the intelligence uh, business too, uh, have, have known that this is an issue. Uh, you know, like you said, drugs, guns, and, and, and trafficking, human trafficking are the, uh, are, are the big three really uh, that we that we know about, and uh, believe it or not, I came across that clip when I was research doing some research on the Maui Island fires, uh, wildfire that happened this week, and I kept coming across posts about child sex trafficking. Uh, uh, that's why I wanted to bring that clip up uh, to to get your take on this, and uh, it, it, maybe you have some insight into what's going on with the Hawaiian Islands. Uh, 
Uh, and is there anything really to uh, all of these posts that I see on social media about Maui itself uh, as to something's going on with some kind of network? Well, certainly, yes, there is. And so wherever there are transportation rat lines, logistical rat lines, the islands, you know, Caviezel said that uh, when people were watching the film, the island scene reminded uh, them of Epstein Island. And of course, the island of Hawaii has long been significant. Uh, ever since Pearl Harbor, they have alarm systems that go off, and the alarms did not go off. Um, uh, and the, the uh, people were told to jump into the water. And so Hawaii is, of course, a, a vacation destination. And so you always have an influx uh, of new families and new kids strangers intermingling with uh, strangers in a resort atmosphere. And so that, of course, lends it um, to child trafficking. Plus, uh, Hawaii is, again, a transportation hub that's very important. And I think it's also interesting uh, that the Air Force has their um, directed energy directorate on uh, Maui, uh, and they're having a conference coming up. And there was just a Air Force, retired Air Force colonel uh, that was arrested because he's now a uh, government civilian uh, for child pornography. I don't know if you saw that story. Uh, uh, and that. He, worked, he was working in the cyber the cyber area because Space Force and the Air Force, of course, work very closely. Uh, yeah. And I think there's a tie-in there. I think there, um, the you know, people will say there's not due weapons. Well, there's the, the Air Force headquarters uh, directed energy directorate is on Maui. Uh, the website I just had up today uh, on my uh, show uh, as well. So uh, I think there's a tie-in to all of that, but it's kind of a natural tie-in. Wherever there are natural flows of regular goods, for example, where I worked Nogales, Arizona, Nogales, Sonora, it's produce coming across the border. Well, mm -hmm. produce has to move fast and it has to be paid for in cash. Therefore, it's an easy way to move drugs and people uh, as well. And then it's an easy way to send cash south and guns south because it already exists. And so Hawaii already exists uh, in that state. Uh, and so that's why I think uh, combined with the resort atmosphere that it is, and you're right, there, the reports have come out since 2020 saying uh, that it is a haven for child traffickers. And it's certainly going on just like Epstein Island and just like the island in Down to Freedom. Yeah, well, at least the news the news media out there, uh, once I started looking into it, uh, you know, there's more than just that one clip. Uh, they're covering it, uh, uh, even if the national uh, propaganda mouthpieces don't pick it up. But at least the news media is covering it out there. That gives some protection to people coming in and out of the island. I mean, I mean, uh, you and I both have been there, uh, uh, I'm sure. It, so we know how the, tr the transitory nature of uh, places, uh, especially the high traffic places. Maui's one of them uh, for tourists and uh, uh, and temporary livers kind of people that might have uh, might come in and rent a home for a couple of weeks, uh, that kind of thing. And uh, it makes uh, at least uh, if the media is covering it, uh, kids and parents are are able to see it uh, if they take the time to uh, to watch that. The uh, before I let you go. Uh, uh, I've seen recently, and we knew this. Look, I, I was a base commander in, Mex in New Mexico, so so I know too. Uh, but now we're see we've seen cartels come across with armed armed units, 
uh, to use a military term, small units, tactical units, uh, frequently. Uh, but it appears that uh, they weren't all necessarily armed with automatic weapons, you know, maybe even heavy weapons and those kind of things, uh, uh, body armor and all that. But now we're seeing more and more routinely uh, uh, game camera video, IR video, uh, security camera video of, of these uh, squad and platoon size units moving through that they look like infantry to me, uh, and, uh, and it's like they're providing corridor security or trail security for what's coming up from Mexico. Uh, what are your thoughts on this idea about using our great capability that we have in special ops uh, on the military side, combined with our, our fantastic battlefield intelligence capabilities, uh, to to uh, do raids on these cartels and and end this, end this traffic into the United States of America on the ground. Well, I'm all for it. Joint Task Force Six was that uh, uh, where military units uh, were tasked uh, to so support uh, Customs and Border Patrol uh, and ICE uh, as well. And um, I've some of the most dangerous things I've ever done were cross-border operations. And now the cartels really have their own armies. They have uniforms. Uh, the military, Mexican military has been coming across for a long time. At times they've even mm -hmm. killed American uh, citizens. In my day, um, uh, and I uh, left in uh, 2009, um, a federale uh, comandante got a plaza, a corridor on the border uh, to control uh, it cost him a million dollars. He'd bring in his team, and then everybody came in across there uh, would take a, a mordida, a little bite out of a little tax out. Now uh, the cartels control everyone and everything uh, coming across the border, and they have plenty of transshipment points up from Nogales to Tucson to Phoenix and then on to L.A. and then to Detroit and Chicago and New York uh, on uh, because really, uh, our corrupt administration uh, is now really uh, having CBP and ICE be traffickers. They are transporting these people now uh, as well. Yeah. So really, yeah, I would love to see the military uh, interdict all this. It could, at, right after 9-11, all of it stopped because uh, the traffickers were afraid that they would get shot coming across. Now they're not afraid of anything at all. Um, and, and that's the real tragedy uh, of what's going on. Well, if we were so, if we were to start conducting kinetic special operations force, uh, oper you know, uh, raids uh, in combat, really uh, doing cross-border operations, uh, what do you think the cartel's response would be? Well, initially, the, the cartel would uh, hit back. They're very uh, competent. They've got ex-professional uh, mm -hmm. special operations, ex-intelligence, uh, uh, and they but they rule through terror, and they've done that for a long time, and they get pay, praised and paid for that. But if we were serious in kind of a Sicario movie situation, which um, under previous administrations, there may or may not have been some cross-border kinetic uh, military operations uh, happening. But remember, under President Trump, pre the president of Mexico chose American legitimate dollars, not uh, cartel dollars. He, ha he had to make yeah. a choice. He chose that. So there were other forces 
um, that may or may not have happened during that time. Just like under Reagan, Reagan ran yeah. the Contra uh, thing, but he also ran a lot of naval special operations trying to uh, convince Sweden and other countries that the Russians were making inroads to side with the Americans. So you, you have to yeah. be careful when you run covert operations because usually they can go wrong. Usually the answer is, if it's found out, is it worth it? Um, but uh, certainly we have lost our country uh, and our cities aren't safe and our, we have no real border uh, anymore. And really the military yeah. uh, should be brought into play uh, but of course, uh, the military is working under a corrupt regime right now, as far as I'm concerned. I'm just saying that, yeah. uh, um, well, which is why that's not happening. Well, you're absolutely right, Jeff. I, I just want to thank you uh, very much for your service to the country, your continued service, uh, and for coming on the show today. Uh, and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, but I don't think it needs to be a covert operation. I think the President of the United States should get authorization for Congress to conduct military operations against uh, uh, it to secure our border. Uh, and uh, I use special ops as, uh, because it doesn't need to be big maneuver forces and uh, elements like that. It, it needs to be what we are, what we have something that's very good at, and it's that. 30 seconds, man, where can folks find you? Uh, and uh, before I let you go. They can find me at American uh, Media Periscope, ampnews.us. I'm, uh... AMP's intelligence officer, uh, the Prather Brief, Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, and the rest of uh, American Media Periscope uh, supporting uh, a reformed republic to rescue our republic. Outstanding. Well, I appreciate it. We'll get you back on sometime soon because you got a lot of information on a lot of different sub subjects, my friend. We appreciate it and appreciate AMP News uh, for what they do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Major Jeffrey Prather uh, talking with us about child sex uh, trafficking operations and what we can do about it and what's going on with that. Uh, tomorrow is Truth Thursday. The chairman of the committee to defeat the president, that's Biden, Ted Harvey will be with me to tell the truth. Tucker's still laughing. <laughs>